If you lost your mother to death, or if your mother was emotionally absent or narcissistic, then you have missed the nurturing care of a mother. As we'll explore in this podcast, Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, being a motherless daughter means being part of a club that no one wants to be in. The good news is, while you're unique, you are not alone. What if we told you Motherless Daughters Ministry has 20 years worth of pearls of wisdom to help you on your mother lost journey? It's true. And we are sharing all of these pearls with you through this very podcast, Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, sponsored lovingly by Motherless Daughters Ministry. Hello, I'm Gladys Bell, your host for today. In this episode, Voices of Volunteers, we share our fourth installment in a series highlighting the work of our Motherless Daughters Ministry volunteers. Our ministry is blessed to have an active team of volunteers, and we want to share their stories. Check out episodes 59, 63, and 67 to hear more from our team. Today, we'll be listening to the story of Kathy. Let's hear her story of how she learned about Motherless Daughters Ministry and what she's learned as a volunteer. for joining us. As we've been talking with our volunteers, I'd love to just hear a little more about how you got involved with Motherless Daughters Ministry and what you do as a volunteer. Okay. I left my church of 30 years and I found Rivers Crossing and there was an advertisement up before the service about having a relationship with your mother that wasn't fulfilling, that wasn't emotional. So I started asking questions about it, and I told them my story, and I said, would that be something for me? And they said, yes, absolutely. So I found it through my church, and my first class that I took was the Journey class, which is a 12-week class, and through taking that, I became a facilitator, and I've been a facilitator for 10 years. Do you help with the classes and the retreat? Yes. And that's so interesting to hear everybody's story of how they got involved and a good reminder that there are many different ways of being motherless daughters and there's so many different options of classes and things that they offer. So when we think about volunteering, a lot of times, of course, you're thinking about what you're doing for someone else. You're giving back, you're helping others, but so many times there's so much that we get back ourselves. Are there things that you have learned about yourself or gained while being a volunteer? Yeah, I've learned that God can take my past and use it to help others. He can take what's hurt me and use it to be a blessing to others. And just the fact that he can use me, that alone has built my confidence and a desire to help hurting women Have you found um, ways that God has actually used your experiences maybe to help teach you something that you need to learn in your own grief journey? Like you've helped, it's helped your journey as well. Yeah, um, most of the help that I've gotten for my journey is I was in therapy for six plus years trying to figure out why I was so angry all the time. And I found out 
through my therapist, I told her a story about what happened to me, like my earliest memory. She said, that's just downright abuse, which I was totally shocked. I thought I had a happy childhood. So I would say I got most of that education from my therapist. I have learned things from the ministry. Mostly it's giving. Of course, when we see people start understanding and feeling better and excited about healing and freeing up, that is very exciting, very fulfilling. That's the best thing about being a facilitator is to watch people come into a class where they're just broken and down and stuck inside themselves. And when they leave, they're smiling and they're happy and they're joyful and they're just so excited of everything they've learned and don't want to leave the class and make new friends. So that's a huge part of it also. Yeah, that's really great to know that the experiences that you've had can then be used to help someone else feel that way. Absolutely. As well as the good things that you get out of volunteering, I'm sure there can be times where it's a little challenging, you know, having to relive some things from your past or talk to people about things that may trigger uh, memories or emotions for you. Are there any challenges that you found with volunteering? Yeah, when I first started, it was hard to tell my story every time because it's not a happy story. So the ministry is a blessing, but part of it can be burdensome. The biggest, the hardest thing to deal with in our classes and on the retreats are introverts. Sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get people to be able to talk about themselves or they, they don't want to be vulnerable. Mostly they're afraid. Um, they're not ready. And usually as the classes go on, they do open up. But sometimes when you have introverts, we had a class once where they were all introverts. You usually have at least one extrovert. It was difficult, and you have to keep asking questions and keep doing things. But that's my biggest challenge is the people that don't want to talk about anything. Yeah. And I'm sure it's helpful for them, or what helps them get to the point of being able to do it, is seeing you and the other facilitators you know, being vulnerable. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Surely it can be challenging, though, if you're being that way and then you're not feeling like you're seeing that feedback. Yeah. It's hard when you ask a question or you do an exercise and you say, you know, what did you get from this? What did you learn from this? And there's just crickets. Yeah. So you have to you know, ask them individually and try to pull them out of themselves. I'm sure there are many times where you see the fruit of the work that you're doing and the change and then sometimes you may not know it may be that they just aren't quite ready yet and a year from now something that you said is really helping them yeah um some of the ladies will come to class and in the first first few classes they'll realize this isn't for me i'm not ready for this yet and then we have people that come back when they are ready and then we have people that take another class or come to the retreat so it's a variety, just as there is in people. Yeah, and it's a good reminder that your journey's never finished. I mean, right. the facilitators, the volunteers are still on the journey, the people attending are, and it's just yeah. all part of the process. Yeah, none of us have reached it yet, whatever it is. <laughs> right. What would you say to someone listening who may be thinking, 
oh, I'd like to get involved, but maybe they think they don't have the time or the resources or know how to get involved, what would you say to them? Well, first they need to go to our website. Everything is on our website. And there are so many different things and different ways to volunteer. Um, if they're interested in classes, we have the journey class, which is for general mother loss, for women that are having trouble grieving over the loss, the physical loss of their mother. Then um, we have a class called Emotionally Absent Mother for um, women that never got the love and nurturing care of their mother. We have another one called Daughters of Narcissistic Mother, which is that basic theme. The Emotionally Absent Mother and the Daughters of Narcissistic Mother kind of go together. So we have, we have a Road to Forgiveness class. So there's a lot of variety. And then there are many other ways to be involved in the ministry that's on there, and those opportunities are on the website. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share just about volunteering or what it's meant to you? The biggest thing about the motherless daughter ministry is the support. So many women that I talk to, they'll say something, and I'll say, yeah, I, I experienced that too. And they'll go, Really? They have no idea that there are other hurting women out there and there are people that get it, that understand it and can help support them because the majority of the people will say things like, well, I'm sure your mother did the best she could or just things like that where you can tell they really don't understand where you're coming from and you don't get it if you haven't been there. But our ministry is full of women that have been there, understand how you feel, are there to support and comfort and just do whatever we can to make your life better. Well, that's really great. Well, thank you for sharing about the work that you do and the different opportunities that there are with Motherless Daughters Ministry. You're welcome. We're going to take a short break to tell you about an opportunity, and when we come back, we'll continue the discussion. You have a powerful story to tell. And I want you to know your story will resonate with so many in our listening community. Podcasts provide us with opportunities to connect with others, fostering a sense of personal connection through the power and intimacy of one's voice. They can provide an escape, a touch point with the world outside, and a sense of community, and not just for the listeners. If you would like to be featured as a nurturing voice of experience in one of our upcoming podcasts, please let us know. Visit MotherlessDaughtersMinistry.com today. Thank you for joining us here at Motherless Daughters Ministry. If you need more nurturing words, we encourage you to have a listen to other episodes of this podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button so you can join us again next time.